Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point process, online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. Dave, um, last, no, it was two weeks ago, I was away. As you probably remember, I was on a production for a week and a half in Ontario and in Quebec. And I, was, uh, I had to leave St. John uh, with a heavy heart because... Uh, I had to go to the call of duty, which was, you know, be a director for a project of one of our clients, but I was missing out on something very exciting, which was something with our guest that we're about to bring on Rob okay. Sinclair. And Rob is a good friend of mine from the, uh, the B Corp and the social venture network, uh, circles. And he's out of Calgary and he's got this incredible, uh, mission based company, uh, called conscious brands that is just has been doing so many interesting things in, in the impact space. And uh, before going any further, Rob, I want you to introduce yourself to our audience if you can. And then let's just jump into what it was that I missed out on two weeks ago. And I think this is our opportunity live to air for, for me to understand how to better make my ikigai and, and, and everything else that I missed out on in the cave in Banff. Okay, I, I've, I've given enough little hints. Rob, welcome to The Boiling Point. <laughs> Well, well, thank you, uh, Dave and Greg, for having me on to Boiling Point. Um, I know the show quite well, and uh, one of my uh, colleagues, uh, Matt Hatchie, was on quite a few years ago. And I remember, actually, um, Matt, uh, who's also a colleague, him and I were listening to the Boiling Point while sitting in the hot tub. And nice. we thought, what, what an amazing show, and just <laughs> the, the depth that you went with your questions and the engagement. So really honored to be here. You know, Thanks, I Rob. finally got off that wait list. I know I was about 104 on the wait list uh, to get on to the show, and I guess patience does pay off. Um, so yeah, Rob Sinclair, Conscious Brands. And you, you know, it's, it's funny because, uh, you know, part of, as folks who've been on these shows and see these shows, there, there's bios that you send. And I was looking at my previous bio, and I was looking at kind of how dated that is. You know, I wrote that uh, 13 years ago when I started Conscious Brands. And so much more has happened between, you know, in those past 13 years. And had I been more on it or uh, had I got Jess or one of our people here to, to work on my bio a little bit more, it, it would probably be a little more up to date. But I, I still believe in community. Um, I think community is the key to everything that we do, both in work and life. And as entrepreneurs, there is that, uh, that, that blurred line. So... A founding Canadian B Corp, um, a Calgarian, and more specifically a Bonesian, which is the community I live in. And, you know, when we, when we talk about community, community means many things. And it can mean 
you know, in a lot of the movements, there's a local, a local buying movement. Now, being a business-to-business service, similar to uh, Hemming's House and so many other awesome companies out there, a community, I think, can become sort of a mindset. So who are those people of a mindset that, um, that I relate to on a regular basis from community? And conscious brands, you know, this is a long way around to talk about Dogu, but, um, you know, conscious brands, as, as a consulting business, we actually achieved our mission. I just wrote a blog post on this. Of um, Our mission was to help a thousand brands uh, transition or further thrive in the new economy by 2020. And about six months ago, we hit that mission. And I was like, wow, that's kind of great. And it was also a little, little bit of a letdown, right? Because Conscious Brands, as, it, as it's been operating for the last probably 18 months, has been in this transition and this kind of flow of like, what, what's next? We knew that the 2020 goal is going to happen. Um, we'd actually scaled our business back, our model back from having a physical space to more virtual space and really um, tried to figure out what, what we are doing. So we started, started to work on this, um, this software and the, the software kind of ties into this model of complexity. And I feel like we live in a very complex time in the world right now. And as much as I would like to offer a silver bullet to my clients, I'd like to offer a silver bullet, a one size fits all to community, to other businesses, it, it doesn't exist, right? So if we're dealing, we're trying to, we're trying to figure out what is happening in this kind of messy time. It's very complex. And when we deal with complexity, there's a model that we use that's called uh, Kinefin. And it's this, uh, from this Danish, or sorry, this Welsh philosopher, uh, Dave Snowden. So no re- relation to Edward Snowden, but uh, <laughs> Dave Snowden is, um, has this model. And to make it very simple, in dealing with complexity, you have to probe the system, sense, and respond. And in developing the software that we'll talk about a little bit later, um, that, that's really the probing piece. And what I, what I really love about uh, consulting, what I really love about working with business and consumer uh, clients is helping them get unstuck. And if you're always pushing someone else's uh, vehicle to get unstuck, your vehicle itself could get a little stuck. And I think, you know, this is kind of, one of the challenges with working, doing the work that we do, that it is so values-based and so mission-driven, and sometimes you get a little stuck, especially in helping get all these other vehicles unstuck or helping them transition or further thrive. So th- this idea of Dogu came to me when I started a practice about uh, 18 months ago, and it was, it was called the 5 a.m. club. And 5 a.m. club is I get up, 5 a.m., whether I want to or not, no pushing snooze, and walk out my door. And when I walk out my door, I, I don't know whether I'm going to hop on my bike or if I'm just going to walk. And I, I just, you know, intuitively tap into, am I going to walk or ride? Okay, I'm going to ride. Okay, am I going to go left or right? Right. You know, and, and I just kind of get some physical momentum for about half hour. And then I meditate for another half an hour. And then I read. And I started reading this book um, when I first I mean, I, I started in June of 2018, so it was a lot easier to get up at 5 a.m. when the sun's almost up and, you know, be outside reading at 
you know, 6.30 or whenever I'm finishing my meditation. But I started reading this book. It's called Getting to Maybe. And in Getting to Maybe, there is this interesting analogy of this, um, this Ethiopian nomadic tribe called the Afaris. And the Afaris have this, they're, they're the longest surviving nomadic tribe. And they, how they define their success is kind of this term dogu. And dogu is really this, this practice, this unwritten practice that is so sacred to them. When they meet another tribe wandering, they, they stop and they empirically share what's been happening in the world. They, they share you know, political system, where water was, the health of the tribe, where food was, where it wasn't, the animals, just all these empirical data points. And then the other tribe does the same thing and they collectively make sense of it and then they go their separate ways. And there's kind of a, there's quite a harsh punishment if you don't actually share, right? And I find that this is really, this is kind of got my mind going and this idea of dogu came to, to mind of, well, that's not, not uh, dissimilar to what's happening with the business to business consultants working in the space. Like we're all doing great work. We're all kind of, wandering around from place to place, from you know framework to framework. What if we actually intentionally got together and shared these frameworks and collectively made sense of these frameworks? And that was the whole idea of Dogus. So I've been meeting with a, you know, a few folks in Calgary uh, on a regular basis. And we had uh, about two weeks ago, as Greg said, we had our first annual summit. Well, I guess it's going to be, you know, um, Twice a year. I don't know if I that's, that's I like the buy-in. sounds of that. That's, yeah, yeah. That sounds really good. So we're, we're just uh, scoping one out in Sausalito, uh, California. And uh, I, I mean, I'll tell the story another time, but yeah, we're sort of uh, sussing it out, uh, scoping it out for March. But really, you know, we need to nourish ourselves. There's so many frameworks. We're dealing with a lot of complexity. So as entrepreneurs of business-to-business um, service companies, how can we intentionally come together? And that, that's kind of dogu. It's so, so a community of practice. There, um, so Rob invited me to go to this, and it was a very small collection of really interesting, like-minded entrepreneurs. Right. Of course, I couldn't go. So why don't you explain to Dave and our audience a little bit about how your day and a half went? Because like, like you say, there's a million different frameworks, a whole bunch of different forums, a whole bunch of different gatherings of like-minded folk but this this had its own unique, you know, uh, stripe to it, if you will. And the, the smallness mm-hmm. I feel is at the seed of what your your vision has been is the real cool part. You know, so small that you could start in a cave, right? <laughs> wow, what a, what a great uh, great segue. Yeah, you, you know, it's a curated community, and um, we don't want to be fifteen thousand people. You know, if you look at the Dunbar principle, 150 is the ideal size of community. So if we can be intentional with that size of community, and then, you know, as I said, one one of our guiding principles with uh, conscious brands is clarity comes through engagement, not thought. So what if we just start? Like, what what if we just put out an invitation and the folks that can come, come, and we just, we start. And we started our day and a half with a caving uh, trip. It's a rat's nest cave, which is up in uh, Canmore, uh, close to Calgary here. And eight of us went into the cave. As a group, we all had our uh, caving gear on, our headlamps. We had a guide. And we also had a meditation instructor. So going down about 200 meters into the cave, into this big cathedral. So you're, you're like crawling through spots. It, it's, 
it's a little claustrophobic at times, but you feel safe. Um, it's the second time I've done it. So maybe that's why I felt safe. It was familiar. But um, there, there's just really some intentionality about like blocking out all that noise, that cell phone noise, that societal noise, our mind, and just grounding into a space with a, with a like-minded a group of people. So we had our, our headlamps on. We hiked in for about um, about an hour, went through all these gnarly little curves and learned about the cave. And when we kind of got to our destination, which was this big cathedral, we lit some candles and we sat and we closed our eyes and we just grounded into the space and grounded into ourselves and had um, a beautiful facilitator guide us through a meditation. And that really started to set the tone for, for Dogu. So we started with the self. You know, and if, if we think of concentric circles, um, I, I've always had the, the saying that uh, you can't love anyone more than you love yourself, um, which is kind of trickled into an organization can't be any more conscious than its leadership. So as leaders, how are we working on ourselves? What, what is our true purpose? Um, so after after our caving experience, after our super blissful grounding cave, we, we, we went back to the hotel had a nice dinner and then started the day um, working on a Japanese philosophy called Ikigai, which is really kind of finding the joy of life. And what, what's, what's our joy as entrepreneurs and what gets us going? And we started with that, that small self, that concentric self. And then we did another framework called Troika Consulting, which starts to look at the business. So where in your business are you unstuck? And using the wisdom of the other folks that are at, um, we're, we're at the Dog You Summit to really help us get unstuck. So, you know, the, the guiding principle of Dogu is ask for what you need and share what you know. So it really creates this, uh, this level of vulnerability for asking for what I need. You know, I, I need to talk about this in my life right now. It's business related or it's personal related. And what, what I need is you just to listen. You know, I don't need to be fixed, but sharing what I know is, hey, I have these great frameworks that you know, Troika Consulting, Kinefin, you know, Natural Step, whatever it is, you know, I'd like to share this because I think it's something that could help your business as well. And that, that's really the spirit of, of Dogu. And, um, you know, and then from, from the other side, if we look at the meta, if we look at that, that model of dealing with complexity, on the one side, we have this tool, this uh, Conscious Brands Index tool, which helps to probe the system around what's happening with with purpose-driven businesses. And we have a community of practice called Dogu that can sense into it and respond by creating some sort of white paper. So it starts to become this, you know, this uh, positive feedback loop. Hmm. And yeah, that's what's been, that's what's been going on with me for the last few months. And by the way, Dave, the last time we got to hang out was, uh, was where Rob, <laughs> be, be as descriptive as possible. Be as descriptive. Well, if you're familiar with a, a, a small state called California, and in California, there's this, this city called L.A., and within L.A., there's this area called Hollywood Boulevard, and just off Hollywood po Boulevard is this little hotel called the Roosevelt. You may have heard it. You may have uh, you know, heard stories of, of the mirror on the ceiling and the swimming pool and the tiki bar and... You know, uh, someone who was a or is a surfer and has very um, buns of steel, I think, uh, is what's, what think, was shared. I think I know that person. <laughs> <laughs> you know that person. 
<laughs> who claims that? Who <laughs> claims? Well, I, you know, as one of the as one of the individuals who uh, grabbed the buns of steel with permission, of course. Yes. There, there is an invitation. It was consensual. Um, and I, I think uh, Greg maybe made it consensual for a lot of people, but uh, <laughs> just to validate that surfing, uh, you know, forget the treadmill, forget the elliptical elliptical machine surfing is the way to get those buns of steel the funny thing is i think rob heard me say surfing but i actually just said sitting oh, yeah, I was sitting. oh. he's been claiming this long before he was surfing and i, I can attest to yes that. yes indeed well uh, dave uh, I, you probably have a billion different questions well yeah no I, i've got i mean I, I think if we go back to conscious brands um, and it was so interesting to hear the evolution and dog you and and you mentioned that the bio is 13 years old and uh, I was just reading that you, you know, in, in this, in your bio, you say that you believe that there can't be sustainability without collaboration and there can't be culture without community. And it sounds like, you know, they're the origins of Dogu right there. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting. You know, we write these things down and then we read them again. And it's like, wow, that, that was actually pretty good. And uh, it reminds us that we are on the right path. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you set the path according uh, to cool. the bio. That's, that is yeah, yeah. 13 years ago. Right. So, I was, you, yeah. so that's when I was looking at this. I was like, wow, this is 13 years ago. So, so, so let's talk about, if we could, let's go back to Conscious Brands for a second. And you talked mm -hmm. about an index. And for, for businesses out there that maybe wouldn't understand how they could be supported, how would you describe what you do to a potential client? Yeah, you, you know, I, I'm just going to step back one more step and and talk about kind of the, the evolution of why the index uh, came to be. And it was really, we've been working in the natural products industry for the last 13 years. And most of the companies we work with uh, come to us and say, hey, you're working with XYZ company. We want you to come work with us. And a lot of the times they don't really know what we do. You know, we're, we're, we're known for so many things. Um, so it's like, hey, you worked with these five companies. I love these five companies. Come work with us and do the same thing. It's like, well, you, you're a different company. We, we can, you know, provide some of the same, uh, same um, co-creation that we did. But really, we need to understand. And the tool, what, what the tool actually does, and, you know, th those days have, have started to pass as there's been huge acquisition in the natural products industry. And we've seen that, we felt it where, you know, we've been working with the company, helping them scale and they, they exit. And those same people that are in, that were in the company that were fans have moved on, or now there's a conglomerate that uh, owns this, this company and we don't have that same relationship. So really the tool, in, in all honesty, actually, the tool emerged out of uh, potential trademark infringement. So uh, we own the trademark conscious brands for North America and Europe. But there is this little company in Australia called Mezzanine that uh, created this, uh, this Conscious Brands Index. And I reached out to them and said, hey, you know, one of our guiding principles is if you want to go fast, go, go alone. If you want to go further, go together. Would you be open to exploring what it means to go further together? So didn't call my lawyers, um, didn't do any of that. I just reached out, you know, and worst, worst thing they could say is no. And then, you know, we figured out from there. But they said, yeah. That, that, that sounds pretty cool. You know, let, let's, let's talk about this. And they were just kind of in those initial stages. And it, it just, you know, in going through it um, for the past, uh, probably the last 15 months, it, it's just been really interesting 
to see that the tool itself is an employee engagement tool. It measures an organization's consciousness on six pillars. So the brand consciousness on six pillars of, you know, intrinsically engaged employees, empathetically connected customers, agile and responsive, higher purpose, purpose-driven strategy, uh, conscious communication. So really what we found is this is, this is the work that we should have had or the, the tool we should have had all along before the work that we do around strategy with organizations. So, you know, it, it's kind of interesting that I'm coming back, you know, in the mid nineties, I had a computer company and I'm coming back to that technology side as well. Um, and now running this, uh, the software tool out of conscious brands. So really it helps organizations assess readiness and employee engagement around higher purpose. So, the, you know, and, and, I, and the yep. tools available right now, like someone could yep. go and, and okay. So how, how do they find out more? Cause I mean, I'm really intrigued. I mean, I think it'd be yeah, such a cool, cool thing to be measuring about your company. Yeah, yeah. So uh, very simply, you could go to consciousbrands.co. Um, so similar to .com. We haven't fully put it over to .com, but uh, consciousbrands.co. And you log, set up a profile, log on, run through it. It's a free tool where, where it's a fee for service is when we come in and do the diagnostic of, you know, 10 or more or 15 or more employees, but for small teams, you know, we've had uh, many small teams go through it where it takes about 20 minutes to answer the questions. You see where your lowest pillar is and we send up, we, you know, output some recommendations as a small team. You can go through those recommendations together and say, Oh, actually, Greg, you know, you're, uh, you're kind of low on the conscious communication. Why is that? You know, and Dave, you're, you're actually really high on conscious communication. So, you know, you can start to see where those, where the alignment is and where the dissonance is and where the tool really has strength is for larger organizations. We can start to look at the individual, we can look at the teams, and then we can look at the hierarchy within the organization and really assess where they're at as far as a purpose-driven uh, business and make recommendations based on that. And that's where kind of doggy starts to come in now that we have a pool of like-minded um, business to business consultants that have the same philosophy and it could be Hemming's house, you know, doing a promotional video for this company now, like that's what we need next, or we need a strategy derived. Um, we, we need uh, brand development, we, we, whatever it is, right. You know, whatever those recommendations say, now we have a trusted group, a trusted community to be able to help that organization deal with complexity of being a, high, a purpose-driven organization. Yeah. I love, you know, the whole community aspect mm -hmm. and some of the work we've been doing and some of what we've been promoting is is around build and sustain that community and we're seeing it in spades here. A hundred percent. And uh by the way, I, I took the assessment to okay. Dave and it yeah. was awesome. Oh, my my feedback to myself and Rob, you give me the feedback as well, is get your whole team to go through it. And at our next mm -hmm. offsite we're going to do that because I got feedback from the tool that was really interesting to me because it challenged my assumption that we're a, let's, let's call it a conscious company in the fact that, you know, the CEO, the leader is heavily invested in all of this, but have I taken the time to invite my team into, into it as well? Right. Mm -hmm. The answer is no. And it's not that they're rowing in the opposite direction by any means. It's just, you know, when I saw you in California, I brought two of my, my staff for the first time. 
and they thought this stuff was amazing for the B Corp world and, you know, all this sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, taking the tool really reminded me uh, to realize we're going to make space to make sure the whole community is, is you know, uh, you know, uh, invited into these uh, conversations about how to be more conscious uh, in our in our business and in our way. So powerful first step for me. Yeah, I was just going to add to that, that, you know, I think the visionary leader often makes a bunch of assumptions. And uh, so the idea that you get your whole team to, to complete, it's really smart. Because sometimes yeah. you're, you know, we're, 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 we have a new consciousness and we're aware of all these things. And I think what happens, at least in my opinion, and what I've seen with myself and some of our clients, is that you start making all these assumptions that everyone's in lockstep. Yeah. And then it's not till this kind of conversation, if you take the time, that you recognize, oh, wait a sec. You know, I've been moving into these new areas and, you know, people haven't, I haven't invited them along. Right. So is that, exactly. a, is that common, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's a really great point, Dave. And, you know, one of the, I mean, two things. One, like we, we made this tool. So Conscious Brands is consultancy. The consultancy is getting stripped out just so that the Conscious Brands Index as a tool is available to anyone, any organization to use. And there, there's not really that, or there's, there's not that bias of, hey, you know, we're a consulting group and use our tool and we're going to tell you as a consulting group what you need to do. No, the, the tool tells you what to do. And then there's a resource for for you to, you know, resources for you to go to um, to do that. And maybe some of it, um, you know, we can do. But what, what it is, it, it, you know, to your point, it's really there's that capital V vulnerability um, that's required for CEOs and leaders of organizations. Mm-hmm. And this tool really helps them understand the capital T truth of what's happening within their organization. So to hear that sometimes can be challenging. Um, so there, there has to be a readiness of the leader to, to hear beyond their, their, their own, uh, you know, ear blinders or see beyond their blinders of what, what's really happening in the organization. And I think this is a really important tool. And <clears throat> when we were designing it, you know, we made it so that it it adds on to uh, the B Corp certification. Yeah, cool. it, it's not a replacement. It's a it's an add-on, and it's just really an engagement around purpose within your organization. And you know, we're we're founding Canadian B Corp. You guys have been a B Corp for quite some 2012 or 2000 five or six years now, Rob. I, yeah, yeah, five years, maybe? yeah. And and as as we see this movement grow, we're also starting, or I'm seeing, and maybe you are as well, Greg, but starting to see that the values of the organization maybe aren't fully being shared. And this tool really helps to engage employees around that purpose, those values, and start to see your own blind spots and help you to become a better leader and ultimately a better organization. We don't know what we don't know. And, um, you know, there, there's there's lots of analogies here. If you're going on a... and I mean, I, I love mining for metaphors, but, you know, one of my favorite for this tool is if you're going on vacation... Um, with your car, with a vehicle vacation, you know, you're probably going to take it in to the mechanic and have them run a diagnostic on it to make sure that it's not going to break down halfway and you don't have to, you know, cut your vacation short or interrupt your vacation. And, and maybe you don't choose to um, take the recommendations of the mechanic, but at least, you know, you know, if something goes wrong, it's like, oh yeah, well, wait a minute. You know what you're we should have had those. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So, 
so for folks, and unfortunately, we're at the end. Um, we're going to do this four again, hour conversation. I know, it should. Well, listen, well, we've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan, and now we're, we're starting to realize we need a two to three hour podcast, exactly. not a 22 <laughs> minute one. <laughs> exactly. Because there's lots more here. But for people that are interested, you know, in the in the index, they, they know how to get that, consciousbrand.co. And that's and that's yep. singular brand, conscious right. brand. Yeah, you could do brand or brands. Okay, uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay, and then for for folks that are curious and want to learn more about dog you, what what do you recommend? How do they get in touch? Yeah, you, you know it's funny. Dog you itself is we're just trying to figure out what that is, right? It was an idea I had, and I put it out to the community, and we're gonna have a call in a few weeks here that uh, we're going to figure out what it is. You know, we had a really good time together and maybe that's all it is. Or maybe Dogu is an association of like-minded business, um, business to business owners, like really specific that want to make shit better. You know, that, that's our purpose is to make our higher purpose of Dogu or the proposed one is to make shit better. And we do that by asking for what we need and sharing what we know. And, right. you know, I want to, I want to be part of community or create a community that, supports me and helps to support my business and the growth of my business. And Amen. I think that is, uh, yeah. So I would say pause on Dogu if it excites you, you know, maybe send me an email. Okay. But uh, we're trying to figure out what exactly that is. And they, your email is? Uh, Rob at ConsciousBrands.com. And now it's time for the Boiling Point Takeaways. As you know, as an avid listener to The Boiling Point, we end everything, every episode with our world-famous takeaways. So I think for me, you know, looking at our Boiling Point process, Dave, our fourth is speaking and building community. Rob just lives this, you know, and uh, it's really interesting for us to look at different ways for us as entrepreneurs and business leaders to step out of that role and realize we are critical parts of community building you're of, of communities by being the builders you know whether you mm -hmm. like it or not as a as a leader in business it's almost a responsibility to be a leader of building community so that's uh love it uh, yeah how about you Dave? you know what really appeals to me is when you were talking about the or when rob was talking about the retreat and this idea of it's almost like a, the inside out work you know starting with self you know this idea of a leader being vulnerable uh the importance of that um, those are the kind of things that really resonate with me. So, um, and I'm very curious about the, the conscious brand index. Yes, definitely check that out. And Rob, this will not be the, the last time that you are going to appear on the bowling point because, uh, this is an evolving story with us, my friend. And, uh, thank you so much for your time today, man. Yeah. Thank Finally. you. And, uh, <laughs> I really appreciate the co-creation. And if I could, you know, just say a takeaway, please, um, you know, I, I don't know if that's proper protocol, no, it but actually my, my, that's great. my takeaway uh, from this is, is just really like how connected we all really are. Mm -hmm. If we take the time to talk about it, you know, and take the time to ask meaningful questions and be intentional. And yeah, I just really uh, love what you guys are doing. And I think that boiling point is, um, yeah, it's coming. It's here. I, we feel it. Uh, dude, thank you so much, brother. It. Thank you, man. Rob, have an awesome one, and I look forward to our call in a couple of weeks. All right. See you later, guys. All right. Cheers, brother. See Rob. Bye-bye. Nice meeting you. And Dave, we'll see you uh, next week, my friend. I think we got a special guest outside. Yes. Let's get going. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. 
Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback.